0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Super Soda Bros podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Caleb. And I'm Luke. He's over there. I'm over here. <laughs> and uh, today we're going to be talking about the top albums and songs of the year. Now, this is very important because maybe some of you guys haven't heard of these bands. They have You haven't heard of these songs but that's what we're here for is these are our individual personal choices for top songs but before we get into all the music talk we got to you know set some boundaries we got to talk about some other stuff and just whatever is going on in life so luke is there anything going on with you recently
1: um i got promoted at work.
0: Whoa. So
1: that's exciting.
0: Nice, man. So, what's your like official yeah. t- title now and what are your responsibilities?
1: So, technically, now it's production lead, which pretty much means that you talk with multiple different departments aside from just operators and stuff. Okay. So, like, I'm talking with uh, like uh, coordinating stuff with engineers, which so far has not been fun. And then I do stuff with sales and representatives for sales, and like using and um, using company money and buying supplies for ourselves for okay. our little area. So like I can't just be, be like I'm gonna buy ten pounds of Reese's cups.
0: You have to have a reason for you. would Be like it's for Halloween.
1: Yeah, exactly. So like basically, like I can I can order parts that we need, whether it be for tooling or like uh, like standard equipment or inserts and 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 measuring measuring tools and filters and rags you know whatever right so I pretty much I'm allowed to use uh company money to buy stuff for our little department which is kind of cool um but yeah I mean it's just kind of like the uh like a higher position lead where I'm doing the same exact thing but with a different title and like two new um uh things I do i guess
0: but pretty cool it's pretty cool. cool. That's awesome. And how is Christine doing in her HR job?
1: She's doing good. I think um, in their department, they just hired one or two more people. So she's not as stressed out, but she's been doing trucking along, doing doing her best, and doing better than everyone else.
0: Yeah, as always, because she's... Of course. She's number one. Christine, number one, hashtag.
1: She's number one in my heart.
0: Oh. (laughs) Um... For me, Except Mando. Oh yeah, no, of course, Mando's Mando's up there. Of course. Um. So for for me, you know, Amazon is still business as usual. We're still pretty busy because of the Christmas season. Everybody wants their toys. Everybody wants their little doodads and whatsits. So it's pretty crazy. Um. You know, I have not had a day this week that's under ten hours yet. Um. Actually, today was exactly ten hours. <laughs> on the on the dot. Um, so that was fun, but you know, it's a service with a smile, so everything's going well in that regard, and I get paid pretty well, so that's that's decent. Um, and for Maya, you know, her job's going pretty good. Um, we actually have a company dinner coming up on Friday where like all of the, the workers of the office and their spouses um, go to like a company dinner, so. Uh, I have met all of her co-workers before except one um, so it's not gonna be like too much of a surprise or anything but it'll mm-hmm. still be good to talk about random stuff. Um, yeah Maya's boss reminds me a lot of Uncle York really yeah just like he's got he, like he his physical appearance his yeah, his physical appearance has that same vibe but even like his personality, and some of the things he's interested in remind me a lot of him. So, I'm just like, "Oh, cool. Okay. It's like it's like my uncle from another mother or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> like a familiar face.
0: Yeah, yeah, someone uh, some, someone who's very very uh, familiar. Yes. Yeah. So, uh and then uh next week we have Christmas.
1: Yes, Christmas is coming up new quickly.
0: And right. what else is coming up quickly?
1: Hanukkah, that's Monday.
0: No, something more important than Hanukkah.
1: Christmas Eve.
0: Exactly. No, <laughs> <laughs> you know it. No, 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 But but for real, like there is a certain someone who has a certain thing to be celebrating on a certain oh, yeah. day.
1: It's Jesus' birthday on Christmas.
0: It is. He was born exactly in December.
1: Right right on Christmas, too. Like no doubt about it. Tons of proof.
0: Like, coincidentally, that's right when the Winter Solace happened. Like, who knew that his yeah. his birth would coincide with, you know, the astrology?
1: And stuff. Who would have thought? I mean, it's almost like there's a big, great star that was pointing in the direction for the wise men saying, go that way. And they're like,
0: okay. He's probably a Scorpio.
1: <laughs> he gives it
0: big Scorpio vibes. <laughs> He'd be big pimpin'. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it, Luke, it's your birthday. Oh,
1: what? I forget every year. It <laughs> just seems like it goes by.
0: It's one of those things that comes and goes. You know, it's uh, it's just one of those things.
1: Yes, I'm turning 21.
0: Ooh, good for you. You can finally drink.
1: Finally. I've been waiting so long. So I've long always long. wanted to try a a, Mike, a Mike's Lemonade and a Truly Seltzer.
0: Uh, we talked about it on the podcast before, but... Uh, for my 21st birthday Christine's dad got me a 12 pack of Mike's Hard Lemonade
1: yeah I can't remember if I got any I think I must have gotten something
0: that's a good question I, I don't remember to be honest but I know um, I probably did the next big one coming up for the drinking age is Naomi which is crazy to think about
1: yeah that's this next year
0: yeah, but that's yeah. gonna be wild. I don't know. I can't. E- I mean, like, Ru- like Ruth doesn't drink really at all, so anyway. it's kind of it's hard to like pinpoint like what f- types of things she's into. Um, but Numi is a wild card. She could be drinking anything in my mind.
1: My my ima- I imagine it's gonna be like like seltzers and uh, beer.
0: Yeah, that'll probably be the easiest.
1: I can't see Nimue drinking anything else. I think she's just like, yeah, I like my beer. I like my little seltzer.
0: <laughs> if she, I like my White Claw. <laughs> if she if she's one of those, like, Bud Light White Claw people, I'm not going to like it.
1: <laughs> yeah, because that's not even a real beer. I'm like, once you get into, like, the level of, like, I don't know, like maybe Heineken or mm-hmm. – or, um, Corona, maybe, where it's like, okay, you're you're above the Coors Light, Bush, Budweiser level. You're like, okay, yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's like, and like, I'm not necessarily an alcohol snob in any way, but like, if you're going to be primarily drinking light beers, you gotta balance it the other way with hard liquor. Like, you know what I mean? What? Like, nope. Like be like a tequila, vodka, whiskey person, and then for your beer side, you enjoy light beers. You know what I mean? Or
1: no? No. Nope. I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. I know okay. what you're talking about.
0: That's just that's just my opinion. But
1: <laughs> okay. I,
0: I, I you're feel saying like... like
1: whiskey drinkers are you're saying like straight whiskey drinkers or whatever aren't really beer people?
0: No, I'm saying, like, if if you were- I don't know that.
1: I have no idea what you're saying. I, okay. I don't know that.
0: If, if the primary beer-type drink that you have is light, like Bud Light, Coors Light, all that kind of stuff, if that's your primary beer drink, you have to balance it with hard stuff, with appropriate hard stuff.
1: Like drinking at the same time?
0: No, like... Like, you, like. What are you okay, talking about? Let, let's say, let's say your favorite beer is Bud Light, right? That's your favorite one. Yes. To be cool and not like, oh, you only drink light beer. Blah blah blah. You have to. Oh, I bumped my mic. I'm sorry. You have to balance. Mm. I like. I only drink Bud Light. You have to balance that with whiskey, vodka, tequila, whatever hard stuff.
1: Oh, so like you're saying, no, I, you you like only drink like a really cheap beer, but then. Like oh you're one of those people like no but I enjoy I enjoy you know Jack Daniels I enjoy this I enjoy that oh. yeah yeah exa- exactly you gotta have a, a your backup plan of like okay at least right. drink that
0: right it, because okay. if, if you're it sounded like
1: you're saying oh it sounded like you're saying oh yeah I drink Bud Light and 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 Jameson and I do that I'm like what you
0: you could <laughs> it's but... like oh <laughs> no no but like I would probably know,
1: I'll I'll have some questions but. <laughs>
0: No, but like the reason why I say that is because you know but like let's say you just drink bud light and you have no backups then you're a lame person mm. anyway
1: like if they don't serve like a certain beer at a at a place you can be like okay since you don't have that I'll get this
0: instead sure
1: okay whatever anyway moving anyway, on
0: moving on <laughs> um so speaking <laughs> of that I am drinking a little bit of um, raw vodka right now, but I'm also chasing it with why? root beer just for some sweetness. I don't know why. It's, you know, it is what it is. Do you have
1: juice? No juice.
0: No juice.
1: Just no orange juice?
0: Nope.
1: Cranberry? Uh, grape? Cranberry. Literally any juice. You can mix it with vodka and it tastes great.
0: We have cranberry sauce from Thanksgiving. Really?
1: Mm, I don't know if you want chonky. <laughs> really.
0: Chonky liquor. Whoa.
1: Chunky vodka cranberry sauce. <laughs> I mean, there is the vodka pasta sauce, so you could probably do something with that.
0: No, gross.
1: You know what I mean? There's that sauce that's like the. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. We have we have it. We have it yeah. in the fridge, but it doesn't have any alcohol in it. It's just like the type of.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's...
0: Gross, man.
1: Yeah. Terrorism. drink enough of it, you'll be like, whoa, I feel kind of funny. It's like, no, that's not alcohol. That's that's straight-up pasta sauce overdose.
0: Yeah, that's just food poisoning. You're going to turn orange.
1: Or Big Tomato. Bob the Tomato. tomato. Oh my lord. Have we got a show for
0: you! Like, some people have made remixes of, like, the VeggieTales song, and I'm living for it. I'll have to... Mm-hmm. I'll have to Maybe insert a clip right here showing that. And we're back. Now you have to do it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just gonna be awkward. Um. So, uh, is there anything else going on? You playing any games? Watching any TV? Um. Well, I
1: da- I bought because there's a huge sale. I bought all the Metro games for like ten bucks or whatever, fifteen bucks for all four of them. Nice. So, I was like, I haven't played these games in, like, over 10 years. Like, I played Metro Last Light um, for, like, 10 hours years ago. And I got through a decent amount of the campaign, but I never got back into it. Like, never bought it again. Yeah. Um. So, I was, like, it was on sale. And I'm like, you know what? I'll buy these games. Because I don't have any real single-player games I can just play by myself. Because usually I just play with friends. But now I have an excuse where, like, I'm bored. What do I do? Metro. So, for those who don't know, a quick summary... Metro is just a post-apocalyptic first-person semi-survival horror shooting game, where it's uh, taken place in, I believe, Russia and some other places, where you're going through the subway systems, metros, mm-hmm. and you're like scavenging for like clues and and supplies and stuff and fighting your way through the different ranks and getting to different areas. But that's from what I remember. It's probably a much different story than that, but. From what I remember playing, that's what it was, and it was fun because yeah, the uh, I, th-
0: I think for the lighting. Yeah, I think I, the main plot for the game is like you're trying to get to a certain location, and you're going through the metro tunnels, and you're fighting humans and like mutated creatures along the way, um, and like like you said, I, I can't remember exactly what the main plot is. For the first game, at least. But I know as they progress, they get slightly different.
1: Yeah. But it'll be fun. Um, and then we we binged on um, the show Wednesday, um, Adam's Family. So we binged good. That. It was actually really good. Um, we watched part of it on, um, what was it, Sunday. And then we we la- watched the last four episodes or five episodes on Monday. Um, mm mm-hmm definitely definitely a, a very well-made show with as far as like visuals and acting and stuff Um an interesting story too because it's one of those shows where like it's like almost like mystery I'm mm-hmm. not gonna spoil anything um, for those who have not seen it but it's very good and like it constantly flips of like what's going on you are like wait but I thought it was but wait I thought it was but wait I, and you're just like oh huh. like you're always second-guessing yourself when you think it might be someone or something yeah but and like we watched that like, show, it was good.
0: It's such a good show. Like I, Maya and I watched it a little after it came out, like maybe like two or three weeks after. So like people were already talking about it online and like making TikToks and you know uh cosplay videos and stuff like that already. Mm-hmm. And then one, you know, one day I'm like, all right, well let's give this a try because like you and I, we did not grow up watching the adams family but we know about it through pop culture no so we didn't really have any like nostalgia or history with the show but like watching it you can kind of you like you know things like you know certain things um i'm not gonna spoil it but there's one moment in particular about halfway through the season that you're like oh that's clever they did a clever thing there and i'll talk to you about it uh luke after the recording
1: or just message it in the in the chat thing
0: um, no, nah, I'm too lazy for that right now. Um, but yeah, so I, I my and I really enjoyed the show. Uh I think we binged it in like th- 3 days. Oop, there's a there's a message for me.
1: For me. Is it that?
0: Uh no. No, even the though that was pretty that, cool. That was pretty uh, cool. Oh, I just I've just okay. I okay, so look, I forgot that I'm rec- when I'm recording <laughs> when I'm recording the screen it's, like, the full screen of Discord. So when I minimize our faces to go to the chat, it just records the chat.
1: Cool. <laughs> so so we, can't,
0: we can't, you know... I can't say it.
1: No. Whatever.
0: <laughs> well, sh- I'll just tell. I'll just talk to you after. <laughs> okay. Because, like, I, I minimized it, and then I was like, oh, that doesn't work. Wait. <laughs> I can't do that. But yeah, really good show. Um, like, obviously, there's a lot of, like... Um, Younger fans out there that are like screaming over um, Jenny Ortega and you know her playing the Wednesday character, mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, whatever. And they're doing cosplay and everything.
1: Has she been in any other, any, has she been in any other things or just this?
0: She's been in the TV show You. Um, mm-hmm. uh, She's in the Scream reboot from this year. Yes
1: I know the parents are in a lot of stuff because that's what's her face Zorro, And then yeah, the other um, guy's like a, a comedian.
0: Yeah, uh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Yes. Yeah, she was really good. Um
1: Well, she's also a good actress, so
0: also the uh, the the headmaster. Um what's her name? Yeah, Captain Phasma. Uh, Yeah, uh, Gwendolyn Christie.
1: Yeah. Christine told me, like, at the the last episode, she's like, I'm not going to say the the spoiler, but she was like, that that was, what's her face? That's Captain Phasma or Gwen whatever face is. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, huh. No wonder she's so tall.
0: Yeah, and it it was like, you know, there's a very star-studded cast where it's like, um... Like, who the comedian you're talking about, was that, um... The dad? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I haven't seen him. Really? No. I don't know him.
1: He's from some stuff.
0: What's his name? Maybe it was
1: a show or something. I don't remember. I'll look it up. You don't have to.
0: Okay. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah. So, I would recommend anybody that has Netflix to go watch the Wednesday show. Um... Very, very good. It's got something for everybody. You can enjoy it if you're a kid. You can enjoy it if you're a teen. If you're an adult. You know, there's everything in there. Um, uh, For me, for TV, other than Wednesday, which we finished a little while ago, um, Maya still has me watching Grey's Anatomy, which is basically every night we watch maybe two or three episodes. Um, I believe we're like midway through season five if I could take a guess, it's either four or five. Um, You know, there's, there's been a lot of like crazy character developments and stuff like that, but it gets kind of slow at times. Um, So it's just more of the, more of that thing where it's the show to watch before bed.
1: So he is in a couple of movies um, that are decently popular. Um, A journey to the center of the earth to one and two. Hmm. Um, He's in anger management community. Um, the nine eleven movie uh taking of a, a fell AM one, two, three, and the thing that I actually recognized him for that not a lot of people know about is Keanu with Keen
0: Oh, interesting.
1: So he was in Keanu, which makes sense because of all those movies, I think he was a he- pretty big role in that movie. So I'm like
0: he's he's very familiar. I've seen him before. I I never saw Keanu, is that a good movie? Oh,
1: really funny. Okay. <laughs> really funny movie. Definitely obviously crude cuz it's Keen Peele but it's really funny.
0: Oh yeah, no, they're they're legendary. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm surprised you never seen it.
0: Let me, I'm trying to see where Oh, it's not playing on like really anything. There's Hulu and Sling. For what? For uh Keanu. Mm. That's okay. I can I have ways.
1: You'll have your. You have
0: your ways, Padawan. Learn from the young master. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to bring up real quick
1: Um, opening day for snowboarding was last weekend but I didn't go because Mike came up so I was uh, hanging out with him and watching watching stuff with him on the TV but nice. Naomi Mom and Christine went and they had some fun it was obviously icy because it was the first day open um, but hopefully in the next two weeks, although we won't be here because of uh, Christmas parties and stuff, um, hopefully the conditions will get a lot better and stuff. We can go riding.
0: Yeah. Tear up that powder.
1: Yes. Or in uh, last week's conditions, t- tear up that ice.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it just makes you go faster.
1: True. I do. I can go Mach 3 on
0: ice. Zoom. Now we're to run behind
1: you. 80 miles an hour on a snowboard. One gust of wind and.
0: Fling. Decapitation. Yeah. (laughs) Well, cool, man. Um, What do you say we kind of get into our lists?
1: No, I want to skip it.
0: Okay. Well, thanks for watching, everybody. (laughs) It's nice having you here. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways, so so
1: get into it.
0: We can. Talk about some things. So, uh, what we did oh. is we. Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: I forgot to add a worst song that came out this year.
0: Oh, the worst song that you. Yeah. That's that okay. listen to. Um, maybe you can think of one as yeah, as we go along. Yeah, we'll not... see. But if not, that's okay. Um, so yeah, we're going to be doing the worst song of the year, the best single to come out this year. And... Wait, talk about
1: a single or a single song?
0: Oh, uh, a single song, like the best song.
1: Okay, ever. okay. I was going to say, if you're talking about a single that was not in an album, I'd be like, uh, I didn't write that one down. Uh,
0: it can be. It could be a a song from an unreleased album as of yet. Uh, but if you have a one that's like, okay, this is like the crown upon the year 2022, then that's obviously perfectly fine too. Uh, and then we're also going to do our top three albums of the year. So. I don't
1: think any of our things are going to line up, so this should be fun.
0: Oh, really? Oh, I have a g-
1: pretty good feeling that none of these are going to line up as anything. So.
0: Okay, okay. People well, at home, keep track. Yeah, or if you're not at
1: home, keep track.
0: Wherever you may be, keep track. Um, Unless and you're in prison. I mean, in prison, you're always keeping track, right? Exactly.
1: So if- it's just another thing to keep track of. <laughs>
0: You try to keep track of your of your days, you know. And people are gonna jump you and stab you. I've been you. here
1: for forty five minutes. Hey, Jim, stop writing on the wall. Uh, they caught me going to. Tw- <laughs> they caught me going twenty five and a fifteen.
0: <laughs> it's like, it's like, stop writing on the wall. It's like you can't tell me what to do with my own poop.
1: <laughs> stop writing on the wall. But I'm a big fan of under oath. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was really good. It, it took me half a second to like realize. Like, yeah, oh. I know I said that, and
1: you just kind of laughed at it, and then you really laughed. I'm like, okay, clicked. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good.
0: All right, so uh, I guess I'll start for my number three album of the year. Let me pull it on screen real quick. Uh, oh, I can't
1: show mine.
0: I'll I'll edit it in when you when you talk.
1: Okay, I appreciate.
0: I got you. So um, this is uh, the band Becoming the Archetype with the album Children of the Great Extinction. Um, They have been kind of dormant for 10 years as a band. They took a a decade-long hiatus, um, but they were really influenced and mentored by Ryan Clark of Demon Hunter back in the day, and for each of their albums, there's Uh, one song in each of them that Ryan Clark does guest vocals on. Uh, And Children of the Great Extinction is no exception. Uh, They made a really strong return to the scene. Uh, I listened to some of their older stuff because I I, I found these guys uh, from a podcast. There's a podcast that talked about them. So I'm like, okay, I'll give that album a listen to. And I loved it all the way through. So I went Mm -hmm. back and listened to their older stuff and it's a lot... um, I wouldn't say more heavier, but it's got a different sound than what they're at right now. Yep. It, and uh, the main draw to Children of the Great Extinction is the entire story all the way through, it's like a sci-fi, post-apocalyptic um, discovery journey. You know, you know, like, um, you know in the Alien movies, you know how, in, in the second Alien movie, Aliens, you know how uh maybe that's not a good example, but like you know let's say you're in a spaceship and you get frozen in the cryo sleep and then you travel far a far distance and then you wake up and then something changes like yeah. you you wake up like 300 years in the future or something like that. So it's that kind of theme where it's a return journey through the cosmos to a planet that was colonized a long time ago. And so someone came over on their ship, came back to the colony. They lost communication with the colony, like, Mm -hmm. generations ago. And so in order to find out what happened, they sent a pilot over to go see what was going on. You know, and, and when they started the colony, everything was rich and vibrant and full of life. But then when the pilot gets there, he finds that generations upon generations of the colonists have become decayed and their skin gray and their bones fragile, breaking at the slightest touch, and all of these like hollow people, like my favorite song on the on the album is called Hollow. And so him coming back to seeing this broken, dead, dying world, I, I think you can see where this is going. And the only cure for preserving the colony, because it's a one-way trip. He can't make it back. You know, he he only had enough fuel and life force to come out there. The only way to preserve the colony is to give his blood to perform a mixture, a chemical compound to rejuvenate them. So, saying all that, it's the gospel message. The entire album, front to back, is a story of what is the nature of sin in mankind, the nature of God, the gospel story, and the process of all that kind of stuff. But sung in... An entire story all the way through the album and it's heavy. It's heavy metal.
1: Dang, that's pretty intensive. Um, I have none of that backstory for my top three.
0: <laughs> that, that's totally fine. Like <laughs> well, the main reason why I chose this album was, was because of the story, obviously, but also the sound. Like this is a band that's not been there for ten years, and so coming back with this strong message, having a cohesive story throughout the entire thing, and just sounding heavy. I mean that's a win for me. So that's my yeah. that's, that's my third choice.
1: I think you mentioned them to us, but I've only listened to like their music like once or twice if that.
0: They're really good all the way through. I was tempted to buy the vinyl for it, but I don't have a record player. We do. Yeah, I could buy it for you, you guys. You, <laughs> you yeah, and I'll throw
1: I would throw it out the window. No! Wee, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Thanks. <laughs> Down to the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Christian music, guys. Don't throw it out unless you're a sinner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'll be doomed to hell for eternity. Doomed. Don't break
1: the record. All
0: right, what you got All for right. us? All right.
1: My, well, my, in my top three, my third favorite album that released this year, um, which has been on my repeat. Um, for about the last since the first week it came out, I listened to it nonstop, and then I recently just started listening it to a ton again. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't like the album that much, um, and you can probably tell I'm going with this. Um, they've got, well, you said that they don't have a lot of changing sound in it, which is in a way true, but they have some um massive drops and uh clean vocals and whatnot um throughout its entirety and I recommend it because um my favorite band or or I should say my favorite sounding metal um from is from Astole Dying uh but they are no longer a band. So this band took their place and it is the Hell We Create by Fit for a King. Yes sir. Um so the reason why i say that is because uh Azalea dying is very strong just like not like death screaming in any means it's very understandable uh uh lyrics with like fast bass guitar fast-paced drums but you can v- easily hear um how how stuff is hitting and like um how they edit the music to make it like i don't know how to explain it. i'm not i'm not i can't speak music terms um but they kinda they kinda took that sound from me and creating like my favorite sound of metal mm-hmm. for a band that hasn't been around or I should say now is no longer around for a little bit of time. Um so I really enjoy it. Um some of my favorite songs off it um are um all of them. Um <laughs> <laughs> I I really I just thoroughly really enjoy the album because there are some songs in it where it's just kinda like leading up and you know going heavy heavy and it kinda stops and then it just like drops and like all the instruments just go poof, and all i can think of is like a mosh pit or something if there's um, one
0: thing that i like the one thing that i think fit for king nails really well is their drops every oh, single yeah. other drops that i've heard is always good it always like makes my skin tingle and i can agree with you like i was considering putting it as my number 3 but for some of the reasons that you said were like i know you don't like some of the songs and they're very repetitive like, I I love, like, a quarter of the songs. It's just, like, the other three quarters, I'm like, I'll listen to them, probably, but that doesn't mean it's going to be put in my personal top three.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I kind of get that a little bit where some people who don't like that specific genre are, like, kind of like, yeah, it sounds the same. And even to me, I think that some of the songs have similar tones at certain parts, but they each have their own characteristics where... um. Oh, to me they just sound completely different, especially the last couple when it's the side singer who's doing almost singing vo- like clean vocals for almost the entirety of the songs for um Fracture and Reaching Out. And those songs are actually pretty sad. Yeah. Um But all the other ones it's just kinda like heavy and, and whatnot, and then it leads to some epic drop. And there's I think it was during um I wanna say it was during uh when Reaper Their first song that came out for the album like six eight months ago that song i was blown away by because of you know the drop that's in it and i'm like holy crap this is really heavy and then they did that four more times with uh the hell we create with with uh eyes roll back and also with and the other side where i'm just like like each time because i listen to i when i listen to an album that has a band i always listen to the first time I listen to any of their music, it has to be a set time where I listen to it front to back in one straight through. I can't just listen to half the album and listen to the other half later. If I'm listening to a new album of a band that I follow, I would listen to the whole thing in one sitting. So for the the entirety of the time of me listening to them, I was just like, like just mouth open, jaw drop. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is crazy.
0: Yeah, so it's like some of the songs listening to it the first time, I was just like oh my goodness and like yeah. I, I i gotta pull up um my favorite song of the album actually isn't the heaviest um yeah me
1: i don't think mine is either let's see. i've i've, I've, I've a lot of their songs off this album i really really like so i'm a little biased towards are you kidding me their song eyes roll back is their. no never mind the songs the least listened to are "Fracture" and "Reaching Out," which is sad because those are the ones with the clean vocals in them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is interesting. I'm trying cause to They're listen- good. I'm
0: trying to listen to the song right now.
1: I'm surprised those are really low listens because most of their their songs have like seven hundred thousand, and these ones have three hundred seventy thousand. But they're like so good though. Like they're like hard rock. They're not metal
0: right, yeah, they're hmm. more metal core like uh yeah. like bad omens or
1: uh Devil's Prada a little bit
0: a little bit like uh attack attack no that's 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 more crab core
1: um well, not the new stuff
0: oh the new oh yeah, that's true, that's true, um like uh we came as Romans,
1: yeah. day to remember,
0: yeah, yeah, metal core.
1: Man, I'm kind of sad. Those don't have as many, nearly as many views. They're re- listens. They're real. Oh, uh, for those who want to at least attempt to listen to another uh, hard rock band, that's or I should say, for those who want to attempt to listen to a metal band, but listen to two of the hard rock songs. Listen to Fracture and Reaching Out off uh, Fifth for King's new album. Very good. Very good.
0: Very good. I I totally agree.
1: Um, and we have it on record.
0: True. true. uh
1: do you have any but, uh, other notable albums on record? Yeah. Um, two of my <laughs> top three albums I have on record.
0: Okay, so, so we will talk about them because <laughs> we have to get there. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, we've got quite a few different albums on record. We have a little bit, we have a decent, we don't have a lot, but we have a mix of like a little bit of everything. We have some 80s stuff, we have some Christmas stuff, we got some rock and metal, we got some like alternative It's Every record's different.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. You kind of want a variety of things to put on.
1: Um, we do need to go to the record store in Rochester because there's a place literally called Skeletones, and they have, like, 3,000 records. Ooh. So stuff from, like, the like 40s and past.
0: That's pretty awesome. And they're pretty cheap. Find that value. Yes. Uh... All right. So my ah. Oh lord help. Mercy. <laughs> Mercy Lord. My second album of the year. Oh, I see. Oh, wait, hold on. What? Oh. Precious. Is- I literally just had them on the dresser there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're like, wait! Emergency (laughs) Reese's.
0: I have them. I forgot. Uh, Oh my gosh! The peanut (laughs) (laughs) butter. I one. I have to have a bite of this. I didn't realize I was craving it until now. Mmm, so good. It's good. It's good. Okay, here we go. Album number two. Throwing it on screen right now. Boom. It's Demon Hunter Exile. Mm. Uh, so Demon Hunter has been a band for about 20 years. And so they came out with the album this year called Exile. And they have a graphic novel that comes with it, too. It's kind of got um, not a similar theme, but, like, a very... How do I say? A very strong narrative to it like it's the story of someone who's going like in a fantasy journey and like going and seeing different kinds of cultures and stuff like that and the whole album is just incredibly amazing um let me pull up the songs right half
1: here. the album is incredibly amazing the other half i'm still trying to listen to and be like okay This is definitely the most different Demon Hunter has sounded aside from their Strings album, which partially I don't count because it's almost like a remix album um, or a a revisioning of songs that they have. Um, Fun fact about that album, though, is that the actual song of Praise the Void is on here as like a normal fast-paced song. So hearing it first as Strings and then hearing it as how it was, I'm like, ooh, this is kind of cool.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a backwards... Um, direction from where music usually goes.
1: Yeah. But um, they do have a lot of good songs on like some of them like oh is this straight up like like um uh, Heart of the Graveyard, Blood and the Tears, Dead Flowers vibes where it's just like just like heavy hitting, just slower pace some slower paced um Yeah, there's not a ton songs. of
0: heavy vocals um compared to a lot defense, of defense mecha- albums
1: defense mechanism just straight up goes like like Life War. It was just going
0: ah,
1: ah, ah, right off the bat. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> and, and it's
0: song number one. You're like, oh, oh, geez, okay, calm down. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, so, kind, of, yep. c- kind yep. of an underrated song uh, is Master.
1: That's a good that, one.
0: That one is so well written. Um, You know, my personal favorite is Heaven, Don't Cry. Also, coincidentally, the most played song on the album.
1: <laughs> I don't know which one I like the most. I really like "Silence the World," and I really like "Praise the Void."
0: Yeah, I I think I like I like pretty much all of them. Um, I uh, to be honest, uh, today at work I re-listened to the entire album front to back.
1: <gasps> I just saw this on here. The song "Godless" has Richie from Judas Priest. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, man. Wow. Okay, anyway. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I don't. You, you don't see those tidbits when you're driving. You just see it on your computer, We're like, featuring, blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah. But huh. but very solid album all the way through. Um, you know, we talked about it in a previous podcast, but me and Maya saw them live, which was a bucket list. <sighs> yes, you did. <laughs>
1: Not jealous at all. <laughs>
0: not, not even a little bit. <laughs> but they, they played a lot of those songs on the tour before the album even came out. And so we are like seeing them for the first time. We're like, oh, shoot, this is a new song. And then, you know, a couple months later, they actually released the whole thing.
1: And you're like, wait a second.
0: Yeah, then I'm like, oh, 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 oh dang. <laughs> it's that um, strong. Yeah, all good all the way through. Oh um, yeah. If you're uh, if you're liking metal, but you want to get into like the softer side of it, it's a good it's a good album to listen to. I
1: I did recommend one of my friends this album, um, since he's more of like a harder rock kind of guy, and I'm like this song has its heavy songs, but some of them are just like you're more like your pace, and he's like oh cool.
0: Hmm. so did he get back to you and tell you what he thought no oh he died uh he no, no.
1: <laughs> he just listens to a lot like during the day at work so okay i did tell one of my other friends about uh devil's new song a uh, new album and he really liked it except for you know it my least favorite song and i'm spoiling it now 25 or whatever it's called
0: 25 is that your least favorite song of the year?
1: It's the one I could think of all the songs I listened to this year. Of all the songs that I listened to from bands that I listened to, that was my least favorite.
0: Oof. We're I'm not a just, big fan of it. That's rough.
1: I I'm mean, sorry. You, I spoiled it right now.
0: Oh, boy. You you absolutely guffed it. But! You the rest ruined, of the album? You ruined, no, you ruined the worst song of the year. You yeah, ruined! Saving it till later, and you just finished it s- all up. Shush!
1: Ah! Shush! Brace! Brace! you can say your you can say your worst of the song right here, right right here, because I changed it up.
0: Okay. Um,
1: Although I didn't say my second favorite album yet, but you can just fine. say your worst. Just say your
0: worst. we're we're going out of order anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, blah, 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 blah.
1: Oh, you had stuff lined up.
0: Yeah, I got some pictures lined up already. All right, so it's uh the song Rotoscope by Spirit Box. Okay. Woof. Um, So Spirit Box is one of my most listened to newer bands. Um, I listened to them a ton last year. And actually, if you saw my Spotify-wrapped thing on social media, Spirit Box is like four out of the five top listened to songs of this year for me. So they're a good band. They make great music. However... The new music that they just came out with, absolutely trash. Rotoscope is the worst of the worst. It just sounds like noise, like what all the boomers and Gen X call metal music. Like it's like, oh, it's just random sounds and blah 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 blah. That's what Rotoscope is. It's terrible.
1: So, so the whole I'm is like, just that song.
0: Uh, it, it's kind of an EP. They only put out um three songs.
1: It has a lot of listens. I want to listen to it.
0: It's not good. I'll let you listen to that for a bit.
1: I know it exactly what it sounds like. Sounds like Old Skillet had an EP with Billie Eilish.
0: Ooh, ow, oh, woof.
1: Boom. I, as soon as I heard that, okay, it sounds like Old Skillet. Like the, um, um with the, um, like Alien, Alien Youth. Youth. Yep, sounds like Alien Youth with Billie Eilish. Yeah, it's, not, it's not good. It's, it's not, not good. good. <laughs> no. It just It's just that pulsating fake bass in the back.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just really hey. grinds my gears you know um yeah really? I, I, I really dislike it you know especially because like i like them as a band and they make really really great music it's very disappointing um so what is your second album of the year
1: oh i'm listening to them right now because i just on my recommended list for some reason i wonder why um my second favorite, um, yeah. So my second second favorite album of the year, um, is I'm gonna hold on. Um, so this is another one of those bands and I've talked about them before because we when we had our top ten list of songs, I think we did what about a year ago at this point, mm-hmm. um, or close to it. Um, they had one or two songs in my top ten so this band has been definitely my one of the one of the, one of the metal bands that definitely in, uh, sh- uh, influenced me in uh, understanding other genres of metal a bit better than what I listened to before um, and this album is a, another perfect example of that because they changed just like demon hunter they changed their style very dramatically every single album and that album <laughs> Is the End, So Far, by Slipknot.
0: Oh, I knew it was coming. love
1: this album so much. Um, Every song on it is... Perfect. Not perfect, I should say. But every song I will listen to without skipping it, except for Medicine for the Dead, which has a weird... Almost like a weird, like... Almost like a flowy... I don't know how to describe it. The chorus of it is... um, I don't know how to describe it. Um, it's definitely interesting sounding song on it, but the rest of the album is amazing. Um, the song "Yen" is probably one of my favorite Slipknot songs that they've ever made, um, and they have a lot of uh, songs on it that uh, capture that classic Slipknot sound from the early two thousands. As well as a lot of these songs having a new sound with, since the band members are getting older, they can't go as heavy. So a lot of the songs on this album, especially um, like three or four of them, are definitely a bit slower with just a. uh, For those who know, a Stone Sour sound to them, Mm -hmm.
0: Um, like Finale, like Finale is very calm.
1: So good, Finale is Finale is great. Um, I explained this. I think I explained this before on the podcast. But my buddy and I said if they ended their career on on it on that song okay I'm happy I'm content I'm happy great way to end the, just the way they ended it just kind of like a, a farewell almost but is it da, da, da. that's the thing
0: I just feel like Slipknot has had a very solid track record and I that makes them automatic. Like whenever they put a new album they're gonna be among the top contenders oh, yeah. for album of the year just cause they, they've been that good
1: They've been that since their first album, pretty much. Like they broke records and stuff with their first album, just blowing up back in '99, and ever since then, they just had that cult following of like, "This is the metal band." Mm -hmm. Like everybody knows who Slipknot is, yeah, in some extent.
0: Yeah, if not actively, then definitely passively, where they know them as, you know, the weird people on stage with the masks and banging (laughs) the mask.
1: The drums. masked guys who, yeah, who smash drums and kegs.
0: But you know, it's it's all in good fun, you know. Yes, I mean, it's all just it's enjoying all... themselves. Exactly, and people there for the show are enjoying themselves too. Yes, you know?
1: very much so. When the show I went to was an amazing show, even though I had uh, almost nosebleed seats, it was amazing.
0: <laughs> it, was a, it was a good experience, but your body. It was did a not good. Have a good experience.
1: It was a good uh, uh, concert to prepare for what the next concert that they do in New Hampshire is going to be like, because I can see what the floor is. So I'm like, okay, I know what to expect now at the next show.
0: Yep. I'm going to be down there. Oh, uh, so kind of going back to Fit for a King for a second. um, One of my favorite bands of all time is August Burns Red, and they're touring with Fit for a King here in Pittsburgh uh, next spring. And I want you guys to come to it so bad. Um, I know it's kind of tricky to get time off, but that would just be a crazy experience to do to do together.
1: Would it be... Hmm. How do I say this? Um, didn't they just release an album? August Burns Red? Yes.
0: They came out with a single.
1: Oh, they I'll did. Um, Guardians was 2020, okay. Yeah. Uh, sad to say... I did not listen to Guardians all that much, although when it came out, um I did listen to it a lot, but I've not listened to it since probably early twenty twenty-one.
0: Okay. okay.
1: But narrative is amazing, Bones is great, Paramount is great, Defender is great, Lighthouse is great, December Memory's great, up Bind is great, Exit to Instinct is great. They're all great songs. I just I just forgot about this album and it's harded for some reason. I've never seen it on my recommended list interesting that makes me sad anyway moving I think on. That,
0: i think that's fine because like it's it's their uh 10 year anniversary i believe tour so they're gonna be playing i think stuff from all over possibly um, so i think we'll we'll just get lucky and if not it'll be a great show same thing for fit for a king um like they all they play all their stuff um and because you have that as your number three and you really like the album even if play play mostly those songs it's going to be it depends be
1: a lot. it depends on how the stars stars align with um events
0: yeah not not i get it you
1: know. <laughs> i get it. i understand where you're going with this without too many implications of uh g- g- not.
0: <laughs> what <laughs> but yeah no but if you guys could come that would be yes great if not it would be really sad and i would disown you forever
1: it's fine. You're born North Carolina, anyway.
0: Oh no!
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait! No,
0: yeah, it's not true. You, but you're a blonde, so take that.
1: I'm the new. Oh, oh never mind. I'm not going to say it.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, so now we have the top song of the year, and Luke, would you like to wow. do that first?
1: So I have a runner-up for my favorite song of the year.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. So
1: my runner-up, funny enough, is because um, I ha- we have been waiting 15 years for this artist to come out with something heavier than contemporary. Mm-hmm. And that is End of the World by Cutlass. Uh, <gasps> that's my runner-up song. Um, when that came out, I would, uh, Even with, with Words of Fire, I was like, heck yes, let's go. And even the comments, all the comments on their posts were like, this is what we've been waiting for for 15 years or whatever. But The End of the World is, if not the same, if not heavier than any of the other stuff because they have a guest star from Disciple. I can't remember his name, um, where there's full on screaming in multiple parts of that song. And mm. it is heavy. Like, they were like, they're like, we know our Cutlass fans deep down. And they'll come out of the woodworks after we release all this contemporary stuff. So when they release these, they're like, oh, here are real fans. Here they are.
0: <laughs> and what's super interesting about that song is, uh, you know, at the beginning, there's that kind of ambient static hum. Mm-hmm. So uh, what uh, one of the guitarists, James Mead, what he did when he was mixing the song. Um, so you know how... Um, I forget the name of it specifically but you know how every object in the world has a vibration sound where if you play a certain frequency that object will like wobble mm-hmm.
1: like that's how glass
0: breaks for example so the the vibration sound of distant planets like what that sound actually is he used that for the introduction to the song That really oh. cool. That's so cool.
1: And I'm listening to it now because I never really understood I knew it was a cool sound. I didn't know what it was.
0: And then all those like horns, the burn there's seven of them, just like the seven trumpets in Revelation to usher in the yep. apocalypse. And on the seventh trumpet, boom, that's when the song starts. It's just so good. It's so good. Cutlass is back, baby. Oh, Luke, Luke's going crazy, son.
1: Ah, oh, so good. <clears throat> I must control myself from thine glorious words of Cutlass. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting so long. <laughs> I, I love, love this the- album so much. I, uh, album, I should say. Song. Also, mm. for those who are Cutlass fans, uh, the very few of you, um, their podcast is very informative on some of their backgrounds, and I, it's very... Because they've never done anything like this, because when they were a band, there weren't really podcasts and documentaries and stuff on smaller bands like that. So them doing this podcast, you're like, okay, you're learning about their backgrounds and like what they're going through and funny stories and road trip stuff and whatnot. It's like, okay, you're you're filling in the gap of like, okay, the members of the band, who actually were they and what they go through.
0: And and also showing us their humanity too. Like they talk about Star Wars and some of the stuff they like to do as kids and all that kind of stuff, like some of the practical jokes they would play when they were on tour. So it's just all that kind of personal stuff that we never saw from them mm-hmm. uh, growing up with their music, kind of seeing it now and being adults. And so understanding some of their darker stories from their past of maybe some trauma or other stuff that happened and understanding that and connecting with that is really cool. But the I think we talked about it on a, mm-hmm. on another podcast that we had, but their show is called uh, "Rock on a Hard Place."
1: So, yep. go, go so if you don't that. know, go go listen to it. They do podcasts like every three weeks, so you have plenty of time to catch up.
0: Oh yeah, it's one of those things where like you'll get surprised the new episode is out because you're like, oh shoot, already.
1: <laughs> well, you gotta imagine they're busy recording their next album.
0: Hopefully, fingers crossed.
1: Uh um, they are. That's where they're giving us sneak peeks.
0: They announced it on another show, uh, Kingdom Core, that they didn't Mm -hmm. say they were making a new album, but they're making a lot of new music. So kind of you got to think about it that way.
1: Yeah. All right. So my favorite song of the year that I have on repeat all the time, nonstop, I just mentioned them. It's Adderall by Slipknot. Um, Imagine, imagine my favorite song of the year and it's a song it's slipknot's probably second song that does not sound like slipknot by any means way shape or form um i know people out there don't like slipknot because they're scary they have crazy masks they look like they have some trauma and they have all of it. um but this song imagine taking the beatles okay you know the beatles you know the beatles yeah uh, take them in their 1960s persona put them in 2020 and ha- have them listen to music but then say hey make your music that you would make in in the 1960s and this album nails that to a T. where the first time i heard it i was like this is the beatles but 2022 you have to listen to it to understand what the heck i'm talking about like people out there don't like what's not go listen to this song you would be like okay this is the one song that's actually kind of cool and it's very like what's the word the The melody of it is very like almost almost in a way soothing with like the instruments kind of going kind of flowing like this and the bass guitar kind of like just it's almost almost sounds like it's a good of like spiritual nerdy Luke going on here but it sounds almost like like um, not. Uh, I just had the word and I can't remember what the word was
0: spiritual um, yeah
1: sure spiritual sounding where it's very just kind of like like feels like a river or feels like a wave it's kind of like like just moving the entire time through the song there's no high note there's no low note it's just kind of going through it and i'm just like oh what the heck is this band like when did they become some like con- like some when did slipknot become the beatles tell me that
0: <laughs> Hon- honestly like something that you, you would got- not have expected
1: you take you have the average Slipknot from 1999, and you're like, "This is insane!" Law. Twenty years later, it's just like do 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 just cruising. Um, <laughs> what? I'm sure that song made a lot of hardcore fans angry, but I love it.
0: Yeah, and it's it, it, like if it's like, oh, they're changing their sound, therefore it sucks. It's like, no, well, may, maybe maybe the change. They're of sound is bad, to. but if it's a good song, like compositionally, then you. You can't argue against
1: it. Yep. There's people out there who think that their second album, Iowa, was their last high album. I'm like, dude, they've got like nine albums. If you think their second album was their high point, you're not a real fan.
0: Yeah. I mean, and even I know that.
1: <laughs> like, come on. It's like a, a band that started in 2000. They released their second album and then you're like listening and then you'd listen to all their music after that but you're like, oh, 2000, 2002 was their best, best songs, came that came out. It's like, what about the rest of them? Why are you still listening? Yeah.
0: I, yeah. I, I, if I, If I thought about it longer, I could probably actually come up with a band that I'm like, yeah, all their new stuff sucks, and they had one good album, and it was like their first one. I think there's bands like that. but There's I probably can't, bands like that. Yeah, I can't think of any right now. Uh, For me, for my song of the year, it's actually, you know... Cutlass's song "Words of Fire," so kind of really, yeah, kind of having an opposite, um, uh, idea concept that you had. Uh, "Words of Fire" basically came out of nowhere. And oh yeah,
1: it just came out. Just like, hey, it's here in like three days, and we're like, what?
0: Yeah, huh? exactly. And like, you know, as soon as it starts, it starts heavy, stays heavy through the whole thing, and. It, like it sounds like classic, classic mid-2000s rock cutlass, but like a little heavier and uh, I they they said they the band members said they didn't want to identify themselves with any particular style of music. like they didn't want to be called contemporary. They didn't want to be called rock. they don't want to be called metal so they're just kind of like leaving it out there like, yeah, we're a band and we make music. but if you really think about it, they're metalcore. They're kind of like we came as Romans. Uh, they're, two,
1: they're The two new songs are very much like that. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I, also, I also think it's funny how your favorite song of the year was mine, but tied. But it was their other song they released. Yeah. I think that's really funny. That just tells you how hardcore we are about Cutlass. <laughs> we're like, this small Christian band, we're like, favorite song, favorite song.
0: <laughs> no, but but, on, but honestly, like it, like it came out, listened to it on repeat, hadn't listened oh, yeah. to it. End of the World came out, also a really good song. Very, very close. Um, for In my top pantheon of favorite songs of the year that released this year. Um, but I just think that Cutlass does a really good job with coming back to the rock scene in a really heavy way and kind of making their sound their own and not se- not taking all these outside influences and saying here's the type of music that you have to create because you're x y and z they're kind of yeah. like no we're going to make the music that we want with the words we want and with the instruments we want <clears throat> bless you sir yes. <laughs> i agree <laughs> your action was like sneeze <laughs> So, yeah, I don't have too much else to say on the song. Definitely go listen to it. Really, really good.
1: Oh, it kind of almost, like, the, the, um, if you listen to it, um, for those of you who also don't know the sideband. Also, a quick thing, um, but this is a thing off this thing I'm about to say. (laughs) Um, their new song, uh, Words of Fire that you obviously said was your favorite song of the year. Um, Mm -hmm. their, the music in it in the intro sounds very much like Fight the Fury.
0: That's true. That's true. I can kinda see that.
1: Like the the techno techno Barton a little bit and then going into just the, mm-hmm. the just dude, Like easy headbanging song. Um,
0: speaking speaking of that type of band, like uh Fight the Fury is a offshoot band, um, from John Skillet. Cooper of Skillet. Um Skillet just came out with a single too
1: yeah and it sounded just like fight the fury so when they teased it i'm like did he listen to me at soul Fest and he released a fight the fury song
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 like, imagine it, it came out too recently for me to like actually consider to put it as like my favorite yeah. song of the year but it's a great song um very catchy skillet is very very good at writing catchy rock songs
1: um, what was the single psycho in my head i believe yeah
0: yeah really really good like By my second time listening to it, I already knew, like, half the words. That's how catchy it is.
1: Oh, this is pretty catchy.
0: Is this your first time listening to it? Second. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The chorus is just so good. Uh, I'll listen to it after.
1: I'll listen to it after.
0: For those people out there, go listen to Psycho in My Head by Skillet.
1: Mom's listening to this and be like,
0: yeah, Skillet, woo! (laughs) Woo! <laughs> Mom's a diehard skillet fan. Like, she, yes, she'll never give up on them.
1: No, <laughs> the All next right. album becomes just folk music. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they pull a cutlass and just do worship music. Hey, well, sitting on
1: my Porsche in Wisconsin, making cheese. Corey, do the piano. Pling a pling a pling a pling. <laughs>
0: what 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 just reminded me just now is they actually did a worship album back in the day.
1: Oh yeah, that was a while ago.
0: Yeah, that was not good. <laughs> no. I'm glad they went back to heavy stuff. Um, well, because, like, they had, like, weird alternative stuff. Then they had the Worship album. Then they went to, like, techno music.
1: Well, Alien Youth had some really good songs on it, though, to be fair.
0: Well, yeah, but, like, um... uh The, you know, Hey You, I Love Your Soul. Like, that album was right before it. Like, those two oh. were, like, very techno... Yeah. Like, whatever. And then... <laughs> After Alien Youth was um, Collide Collide yeah which is completely different and that whole album's great anyway it's not the skillet podcast we can talk about them another time so now we have the top album of the year this might be pretty contentious for some people
1: I'm curious what yours is so you probably don't know what mine is because I know you don't listen to them and I don't know what yours is because your music style has changed a little bit.
0: Yes. Uh, I, so. I kind of adapt a little bit. You know, oh, you, I
1: know what it is.
0: Don't say it. Don't say it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reveal it. Um,
1: <clears throat> Wait, what was it
0: called? Hold on. Hold on. I think I know. T- text it to me and I'll read it. No, I'm not um, going to. I'm okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, no. So oh, it didn't you, come out you, this
1: you... year. I thought it came out this year.
0: Uh, looks well, like it came well, out If it didn't, then what, what? What were you thinking of?
1: I was thinking it was uh, Horizons by Starset.
0: Ooh, um, no, because I I really like half the songs. I really don't like the other half.
1: Oh, never mind. Anyway, continue.
0: <laughs> but but I do agree. That's the uh, Horizons is a very very great album.
1: Now I'm curious. I'm very curious, my friend.
0: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh,
1: yes, attention has risen to this very point in this podcast. I do believe we shall find the answers, Mr. Bond. Oh, no, stop it there. Hmm, we'll see what Caleb has to say about his favorite album.
0: You expect me to rock, Goldfinger? No, Mr. Bond. I expect you to mosh.
1: Mosh! I want to mosh!
0: (laughs) Mosh! so uh i do have a dishonorable mention this is surprise twist this, wait, a, dishonor- a dishonorable what? mention a disho- up. well so my le- <laughs> my least favorite album of the year which okay ready i yes. you probably did not listen to this but if you had to take a guess what would be my least favorite album of the year
1: your favorite album is.
0: Oh, I know what your favorite. No, 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 album least, is. least, 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 I know least what favorite. Your fa- I know
1: what your favorite album is, Mister Bond. <laughs> okay, what's
0: your least I favorite? Squ- i squish your head. Um, <laughs> you're like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> be small, be tiny, <laughs> be tiny, little boy. <laughs> um, so my, my least my least I favorite know. album is. Wait, what? <laughs> what you say? I just
1: figured. I just figured it out. All of a sudden, it clicked.
0: You're like, oh, oh, shoot. <laughs> um. Okay. Real quick. So if you talked to me four years ago, my music taste would be completely different than they are now in terms of how heavy things were. Four or five years ago, it would have been all like super heavy screamo, not screamo, but like that very like hard vocal type stuff. And I would have found the lighter, more melodic, like metalcore stuff very boring, but I've changed. Um, Now, that's to say that some bands that started off heavy have gotten to a point where they sound crappy when they're soft. Mm. My least favorite album of the year is a band that's like that. Uh, So,
1: good music that turned into eh music.
0: Correct. Correct. Uh, It came out really, really early this year. I believe it was January 22nd of this year.
1: that That is very early.
0: So it still technically counts as this year. Keep that in mind. Um, It is the album Voyeurist by Under Oath. Ooh. It's not a good album in any way. In any way. Under Oath used to be the quintessential hard rock metal emo band of the early to mid 2000s. And then once they kind of disbanded, sort of, in 2010. They never really found their sound again. So, when they came back in 2018, um, I forget what that album's called, but the album from 2018, it's good. It sounds very different. But, good in some ways. Some of the songs are decent. But then, they came out with an album this year called Voyeurist, and it just sounds bad. Like, i don't like any song on the album. It's it's not just because it's a new sound, it's because they don't execute it properly. You can tell that like there's still some under oath there. Like yeah, the I'm, same screaming sound.
1: I'm listening to Cycle right now and there's like that glimpse of Under Oath poking through the song.
0: Yeah. And they they have some, some guest um singers on there. Um, um I, would
1: I would definitely think. treat this not as under oath anymore.
0: Yeah. If you don't treat it, if you
1: don't treat it as Under oath, it's not terrible. Because um, there's another band I listen to here and there called Fever Three Three Three, and it sounds like that extremely just heavy in your face, like metalcore, down your throat. Um, yeah. Which I understand. Like I can totally understand you not liking them because you went from such a favorite band to what did you do to this right. kind of idea?
0: You know, with a you know. The, the proper term would be they they bastardized their sound. Um, so it was very unfortunate. But enough dwelling on the past, and not past, but on distant memories of a good band that once was. Um, you probably know my favorite album of the year. And I figured I'm, it out. I'm going to say it right now. It's, oh, let me pull up my photo. <laughs> it's Color Decay by hey, the Devil Wars Prada. I knew that. It clicked. Yeah, because yeah, you're like, you're like thinking about it. I'm like, why is he thinking about it so much? It should be pretty clear.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm like, wait a second. What was that one band you talked about nonstop for three months?
0: <laughs> and, and I'll still continue to keep talking about it. Like I, li- I probably listened to 80 or 90% of the album, uh, basically every other day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like um where is it not on my recent searches? Um I really like um uh Watchtower. Um that song was it was tied for number three for me, my for my favorite song of the year. Ooh. Um, which is kinda crazy to say. Um but like you said, like you said Color Decay is your favorite album. It's a really good album. Like, you cannot beat, like, that first half of the album. uh, uh Exhibition all the way through eight, uh, time. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said eight. Uh, Exhibition through time, one through, songs one through eight. Just bum, 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 bum. And then you have 25, which I said was my least favorite song of the year. Mm-hmm. And then you have Fire, hallucinate, and Cancer, which are then boom, boom, boom. Really, yeah, really I, good.
0: I think <laughs> e- even with the... Lackluster 25 Song Even with that It's such a great album That I think it kind of Can get left to the side yeah. And you can and You can still consider it um, But yeah Like you said Like basically Every single song On this album Is a A jam uh, I'm a sucker For songs that talk about Like Trauma Brokenness Personal issues
1: You should listen to NF He's just A sad boy <laughs>
0: Yeah, all the way through and he's so good like he's so uh, good at it nf is a completely different <laughs> music style, i have
1: but... even gone through depression in my life and i
0: feel for you i know what it's like <laughs>
1: he can make you have depression while listening to his songs
0: Abs- absolutely and great like, music Ma- maya listens to him all the time in the car yeah. um he's so really good it- so color decay it's uh all about like depression because the lead singer has dealt with depression for decades um, so most of the songs is just about how to deal with that um, how he interacts with people and how he can't change how he feels just because someone tells him something um, he's still going to be dealing with those issues um, like the last song Cancer um, mm. let, me sh- let me try to pull
1: Sad up, song uh,
0: let's see if I can can I see the lyrics for, for it in, in the, the app oh yeah so the chorus is I hope that it's cancer and not something else because I don't need any more things I don't want to talk about. So it's literally saying I'd rather have cancer and have this slowly kill me and end my life than to have a new issue that I have to deal with I have to talk about with people. Mm. Um, And it even gets so dark in the second chorus – um, he adds on, I don't need an answer. Uh, care about heaven or hell. I hope that it's cancer. So, what does that say about myself? Oof. Super sad. Oof. But then you look at some of the other songs like Salt, Watchtower, Sacrifice. They're just heavy as heck, dude.
1: What's the song? Um, I think it's, it's Noise or Broken.
0: Hallucinate is the heaviest one, in my opinion.
1: I still, I still, for me personally, I still think, yeah, I'm just listening real quick. I still think Watchtower's heavier for me, but it's my favorite. Um, is very heavy. And then Broken, Broken might be my second favorite song off that album.
0: That's my favorite one to sing. I mean, yeah. cause, like I can't scream, but like <laughs> in terms of like just how it feels to sing, "Broken" is up there for me.
1: There's certain pitches of screaming I can sing, pretty scream pretty well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm just going, but for some some artists at some points in some songs, I'm like, ah, that wasn't too shabby.
0: Yeah, not too, not too bad if I do. And I do it,
1: and I do when Christine's not around because I know she doesn't like me singing.
0: Same thing with with Maya. I mean, she's like, she wants me to sing, but like, if I'm screaming around her, no.
1: Like, calm down. Like, sorry, I'm just enjoying my music.
0: (laughs) I'm just a loud boy.
1: A loud boy. All right, my turn for my favorite album of the year.
0: Now, it's a. You said it's a band that I don't listen to, so I, I probably couldn't even guess.
1: No. Uh, you probably could if you really thought about it.
0: <clears throat> is it Valley Heart?
1: It is Valley Heart. Heal my head. Really. <laughs> I love this album so much. I listen to it all the time. Um, <laughs> I'm a big uh, sucker for uh, Kevin Klein and Valley Heart and Exit the Fall. Um, all their music is good through and through. Not a bad song at any point in their history of exiting the fallen Valley Heart. I'm extremely biased. Yes, Micah, you're not listening to this podcast, but you agree with me. Valley Heart is amazing. Um, <clears throat> I really want to see them at concert so bad.
0: You've missed out on a couple chances to do so. Three
1: chances. Three. Three. Two in Connecticut, one in Boston.
0: Yep. That's okay. That's uh, how it goes.
1: They are playing, I believe, this Friday night, but it's supposed to be snowing in everywhere so
0: maybe not soon
1: to before missus not i'm missing the chances I but yeah um he'll obviously you haven't you probably heard it once all the way through if that um but this song this album is perfect for any occasion any mood any environment at any point anytime anywhere because they have their there's their slow songs that you can straight up fall asleep to, um they have songs that you can play pretty like loud in the car and jam out to. They have the songs that pump you, like kind of like relax you when you're. I've listened to them while I'm hiking and stuff. Um, okay. We background gaming noise, just background noise in general when you're cooking in the kitchen or doing stuff. I just think that they really captured what uh captured their passion in a way that kind of reflected the audience a lot um because their last album they even came out and said that it was a little bit rushed and they just needed to make an album to get it out whereas this one they actually had the time and the money and the fan base to understand like hey we can actually make a through and through album that sounds different front to back um and they absolutely nailed it uh, a lot of people obviously don't listen to them their most popular song off this album only has hundred seventy seven thousand uh, plays which isn't a lot considering all the other albums we mentioned um, but it's definitely one of those albums where you can like I said you can even like if it's if like rock alternative rock isn't your favorite of genres you can kind of just put it in the background um, I wouldn't say, like, elevator music, per se, like, background, but, like, you have music that's, like, you know, nice to listen to and not be like, oh, it's this music again.
0: It, it's, um, mu- it's music for good vibes. Like, I, yeah. you know, elevator music is not music. It's just, you know. You know what <laughs> I mean, though? Just, like,
1: background noise. Um, yeah, but yeah, they yeah. also kind of deal with oh, some of the songs have a lot of that um, story of, you know, where do I fit in this world? How do I fit in with, you know, with my with family, friends, religion? Um, you know, questioning life and all that kind of stuff. So it also has... It's similar to Color Decay where it has that emotional uh, uh, story to it, but it's not as intense as Color Decay. So you still have that uh, that story when you listen to the lyrics, but it's not, like, crazy, like, you know, like, like depressing. Like, you listen to, you're listening to a metal song from Color Decay, and you're kind of, like, sitting there like, wow, this is pretty sad. Yeah. Whereas... Whereas with this, you're like, wow, this is like you kind of telling a story a little bit um, in some of the songs, um, which he did as well in his last out in the last album, but this one does it a little bit more. Um, so that's my favorite album. Um, Kevin's a an artist to say a the least. Goat. He's um, a goat. They they recorded this album like 40 minutes away in Maine, and I'm like, dang, that's cool. They have a for those who are interested. Um, they have a whole 30-minute documentary on Tooth and Nail on YouTube. Oh, nice. Uh, on this album. And it's very, very interesting, very, very cool, kind of seeing a little bit of their background stuff. Um, I really want, like, a, they won't do it, but I really want to have, like, more background uh, information and in videos and snippets and stuff of them because um, they were never big enough in Exiting the Fall to do anything like that. So Valiar is giving them that stepping stone. Um hmm which is funny because that's another song that they made, um, a stepping stone into into the music world a little bit more with being part of Tooth and Nail.
0: Yeah, I, I think definitely having um, a recording or a, a, a publishing company like that definitely kind of cements you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, like Tooth and Nail acquired um, Idle Threat, which I've talked about in the past a little bit. Um, Idle Threat is the combination of Exiting the Fall and Valley Heart, and it's, it's so unique in that sense. Like, they have their mm-hmm. own unique sound, but you can kind of see. I don't know if they're influenced by Valley Heart at all, but they have that kind of vibe. Um, so when they had, like, older EPs and albums, they sound kind of disjointed. Maybe the sound mixing wasn't great. But then when Tooth & Nail acquired them, it kind of elevated them to, okay, now they're on the right path to make music that they want to and also have it be kind of edited and tweaked. So yep. it's it's good to see the Valley Heart is kind of like skyrocketing a little bit and kind of getting better and better with each album. Um I'm definitely going to have to take listen to uh this new album. Uh, he I he definitely like it.
1: Head. It's got a, you have to listen to like really good headphones or something because there's a lot of like background like not background stuff but like you can really hear like the um what am I trying to say? You can really hear like background like instruments and stuff kind of like coming in here and there and stuff like that and then really you, you can kind of tell that they're taking the time to put in you know more effort into the music and not just being like here's alternative music they're kind of like okay here's like you know adding a little oomph to the sound right.
0: of it right right right
1: oh man they don't really have any merch dang it man we have all their stuff except yeah, for the- one go ahead they have a crew neck but it's only in small
0: <laughs> rip Do you have them in vinyl
1: yes i okay, i nice. was li- i was listening to that uh while making dinner tonight so that's also <laughs> part of the reason why i brought it up like- <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll check it out uh tomorrow at work um i do have good earbuds They they're the ones that go like into your ear and they have like little plastic things Mm-hmm. Um, to keep them in there so it's definitely pretty high quality so I'll just definitely-
1: prepare yourself that it's not gonna be heavy by any means it's very like it's slower it's paced for um, some of the songs and some of the songs it has almost like a switch foot feel to it almost
0: oh interesting
1: almost where it has okay. more of that like alternative uh, I can't remember what genre they put themselves in I can't remember
0: probably alternative rock
1: yeah or something
0: It's probably the safest option
1: but really good, uh, all around music for any mood, environment, background, whatever. I keep doing this a lot Cause I, I saw that SpongeBob meme where he does like the rainbow. I saw that meme like four times today, so I'm like uh, <laughs> ingrained in my head.
0: But yeah. But yeah, uh, I mean, I think we came up with some pretty good lists. There were some ones on there, Luke, that I was not expecting from you. <laughs> I'm yes. glad that, that you did talk about them, and I'll, you know you're influencing me in some way because now I'm going to go back and like I've I've never really listened to Valley Heart that often, so knowing that you highly recommend their newest album, yeah, I, I will go make a hey. actual attempt to go listen.
1: I'm also like I said before a little bit biased towards Valley Heart because uh, <laughs> exiting the Fall was like my favorite band when they were around. Just like SLA Dying, it seems like all my favorite bands die.
0: And some some are, like, spiritual deaths, like Under Oath.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yikes. What did you do? I don't know. I make more money now.
0: <laughs> Give me the monies. <laughs> I just found out that Under Oath is touring here in Pittsburgh in March, I believe. And, and it's You're
1: like, like,
0: eh. Yeah, I'm like, maybe, maybe I'll go. But then I realized, oh, they have a new album. They're going to play their new album.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, never mind. I'll save my money.
0: Yeah, and plus I already saw them um, in twenty eighteen. In twenty eighteen, and the album that they had then was tolerable, so it was fine. Um, but um, no, I'm no, I don't want to spend my money on that and have them just play new songs. Hold on to youth
1: forever, man. Forever young. For it's always dangerous business walking out your front
0: door. Or you know the. You know, a lot of people saying the Underworld is going downhill, but I think that's just the writing on the wall.
1: I already made a writing on the wall joint. I Joke. made another one. Hey, scared. at least I'm content with losing. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, man, I'm I'm probably gonna have to. I I'm supposed to be walking out that door, but I think I have to use that other one. So is that a closet? No, it might be, but I'll have to reinvent my
1: exit. <laughs> Your new apartment. Uh, that might be a closet. I'm not sure. That might just lead to the underworld.
0: <laughs> no, look, you missed my joke. I have to find a new way to get out. I'm going to have to reinvent my exit.
1: Oh! I thought you were trying to catch safety. Catching safely? What was that song called?
0: Catch myself catching myself.
1: Oh, what am I thinking? What safety? Where the heck is safety coming from?
0: Uh, the album. They're only chasing safety. Uh!
1: <laughs> I I failed.
0: <laughs> I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. Yeah. So that that just like brings to mind like eventually, not next episode because we're very music heavy, but at some point I do want to do a song guessing challenge.
1: Ooh. That's one of those ones you have to kind of have to like. How how would that work though? Because you.
0: We'd have to like tailor it for each person. Like, like if we wanted to get Christine and Maya in here, we'd have to do like radio songs, like something that for sure everybody knows. Um, But in terms of like sharing the audio with you, um, yeah, I don't know how that would work. Maybe like I could share one of my screens, and then you can just like have the audio on for that screen.
1: No, we'll figure it out. We can do something like that. Yeah, possibly.
0: Very, very possibly, but we'll figure that out when the time comes. For right yes. now, we're just focused on music, albums, artists, songs, and getting ready for Christmas time next week.
1: This album will come. The album, wow! This episode will be coming out <laughs> a week before Christmas, so you'll Indeed. all hear it. So, if you know what to get somebody for Christmas, do it now. You slowpoke.
0: Yeah, you're running out the clock. Also, we did not mention. This is the first episode after the 1 year anniversary of starting the oh. show. So happy 1 year anniversary, Luke. Super Soda Bros has been going on for a whole 300 We
1: made it, days. guys. Mom, get the camera. Dad. Ma- 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 <laughs> are you winning? Ma- are you winning, son?
0: <laughs> we are very much winning.
1: We're doing it. I love being- my five views.
0: We beat we being chilling. <laughs> If you think <laughs> if you think
1: about it though, we have about um a thousand percent increase in listeners compared to when we used to do our old podcast. So I think that we have Bing in.
0: Infinite, an infinite percent increase.
1: We're doing so much better.
0: Honestly. Like we have actual recording equipment
1: you know. and viewers, although it might just be dad pressing on it ten times. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pressing like with all the many different accounts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, let me log into my fifth account right now.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, happy one year. You know, there's gonna be a ton more of this to come with all sorts of different stuff and things. Possibly. Or this is just the last episode, and that's farewell. It. <laughs> that
1: was a farewell tour, guys.
0: <laughs> uh, is there anything else that you want to say before we close out, or do you want to? Hunker down for the night.
1: Well, my I kind of lied to you. My favorite—they actually have a self-titled, self-song, self. Their band name is the same band name as the album as the first song they released. It was my new favorite song, by the way. Wait, what? You never heard of them? They just released the the, the song, album, and band at the same time. What is it? Do you smell bacon? Got him.
0: <laughs> I'm questioning all my life choices.
1: <laughs> you just got played. You're like, what's he talking about? What's going
0: on? Yeah, I'm like, what? Where is this going? Oh, I forgot oh my-
1: to put it on my. I forgot to put it on my list. <laughs> it's late. I'm tired.
0: <laughs> uh, bye, everybody. It's time <laughs> to leave.
1: <laughs>
0: Where's your soundboard?
1: I don't think it goes through.
0: It will on your recording.
1: Oh, it will. Oh, well, how about that?
0: I, I don't know what to react to. I can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just gunshots. I'll
1: okay. just, do, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just play the awkward. Hold on, here we go. No,
0: no, no, do, do the gunshots again.
1: And cool. Whatever. <laughs> it's
0: so stupid. This is so stupid. It's a
1: super stereotypical opening intro.
0: I kind of hear that. Yeah, you'll
1: you'll 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 hear it.
0: All right, bye everybody. Bye. Who?
1: Recording. Okay. Okay. Good. Good.
0: Do you wanna do you wanna bring us in or do you want me?
1: No. You.
0: Oh. That is, That's
1: your one job.
0: That is much pressure, and me, am scared.
1: I scared to do that. I don't, I don't like
0: that.
1: Do you have just like a vacuum behind you? Yeah. It's just, hello, I am Pablo. Oh. Wow! That was my background.
0: Hey. Okay. <clears throat> Ready? I've been ready. just saying. I'm going to start it officially. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Super Spoon Bros
1: Podcast. As always, I'm... Oh, my goodness.
0: What would I do? What
1: is going on? What happened? Hold on. Say something. Say, start talking again. All right. We have to restart. I'm getting a crazy lag.
0: Jeez. It's um, like five seconds. Oh, that's, that's
1: Hold on. Word. Let me try. Hold on. Hold on. Um. Oh. All right. Try now.
0: Well, my name is Caleb, and I'm
1: a. <laughs> True.